Hey guys, it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. Thank you for joining our Emerge 2020 podcast, your daily inspiration to enhance your faith journey. This Lenten season, we hope you will become closer to God, choose to live a faith-centered life, surround yourself with a community of believers, and pick yourself up when you fall and choose to keep going. Enjoy the journey and prepare to emerge strengthened. Today is day five, and as you know, uh, during Lent, we have 40 days of Lent, but that does not include Sundays. So as we count the days here, the days uh, as we're counting, technically today would be day six, but we don't count those Sundays. So today is day five of our Lenten faith journey, and I'm excited to share with you today the lessons that we read um, about how God is working within us and is calling us to help others. And to live more fully, we must um, really partake in helping others and and living not only for ourselves, but actually for the sake of others and to live in God's word um, to help one another. Let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing us this beautiful day and uh, for bringing us the scripture readings today and and the readings throughout this Lenten journey. Today, we understand that we are being called to be fully alive and living in your word and your truth and to share that uh, aliveness, to share that life with others um, who may not be as fortunate, who may be uh, following some uh, difficult paths um, and having troubles in their life. We're being called to help them. So help us to understand how we can live our life more fully so that we're able to give to others and and benefit their lives as well. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, everyone. Yes, how many of you feel fully alive on this Monday morning? I'll say, not me right now. (laughs) I'm feeling a little bit tired on this Monday morning. We enjoyed our weekend. We were outside, got some fresh air, Um, and also had time um, to spend as a family, but it was a busy weekend. So um, I thought as I went to bed last night, man, I hope I wake up in the morning. (laughs) How many of you are feeling the same? (laughs) Yes. Yes. So today in our book, uh, Rediscover the Saints, um, we find out about Irenaeus. And um, he shares in there, they share in there that God is not only interested in our spiritual activities, but in every aspect of our lives. So how many of us feel like um, the God part of our life is the spiritual side of it, but when we're doing other physical things, or if we're out in the community, or if we're enjoying ourselves, God's not really there. So God might be there on Sunday when we go to church, or he might be there um, when we're praying to him. But how many of you have thought, oh, maybe God is in those parts of my life as well. Um, One thing I see that's really neat, and I know right now is a lot of state tournaments, whether it's in state uh, basketball or wrestling uh, or others. Um, I just love when I see uh, those students or athletes um, praying uh, or um, taking time out to not just focus on their physical abilities, but maybe they're calling into their lives um, God and how he can help them along their 
journey and give them strength uh, and perseverance in their actions there as well. So know that God is with us at all times, not just uh, in our spiritual being, but our physical being as self. So one thing that I, I really stood out to me, it was on page 22, uh, and this is Irenaeus's words. It says, God doesn't stand down the road and call us to catch up, saying, come on, I'm here, I'm waiting for you. But he meets us where we're at and leads us step by step to who he is calling us to become. And so if you think back to my story about the turtle in my backyard, you know, and I kept, you know, going to church and and asking God to help guide me in my prayer and in my thoughts um, and on a daily basis. But God met me where I was at that day. He came to my backyard um, and met me right there. Um, but it, it was that entire year in the making uh, that kind of led up to that point that opened my heart um, and allowed me to be truly open to his calling and his word. And so I think about that often and how, you know, we want God to be there when we want him to be there. But are we ready when he's going to be there when we least expect it? Uh, and so I want to share a story today um, uh, about something that happened just in the past few weeks. Um, we were sitting there uh, and having one of our faith formation meals that we do uh, every month in our church. And as we were sitting there, um, a, sitting near a family, and I had noticed that they had quite a few pieces of pizza on their plate. And that just kind of surprised me because, you know, we have 100, 150 people there and, you know, only a limited amount of food. And, and so I was, I was kind of surprised by that. But I didn't really think anything more of it. You know, I just went about my business and, and that was it. But then about a week or two later, um, it was actually on February 13th, um, I was meeting with our food pantry director. And as I was sitting there with her, um, we, I had had our, our youth make some uh, valentines for our nursing home residents. And so I was delivering those to her. And I just asked her, you know, how is the food pantry going? Because here in Manning, we lost our grocery store in the past couple of months. Um, and so as I was sitting there talking to her, that moment back when we were having dinner um, at church kind of stuck out in my mind. And I started thinking, wow, I hope they know about the food pantry. You know, I, I think we hear a lot about our food pantry here in Manning, both with the kids at school, through our church and elsewhere. Um, and I'm aware of that because a lot of our youth at church actually work and serve um, once a month or so in the food pantry. And so I just said to her, I said, I know you probably can't tell me um, who comes to the food pantry, and I, and I don't know that I really care, but there's a family that I'm a little bit concerned about. This, this moment has just kind of stuck in my mind um, in that they had several pieces of pizza on their plate one night, and um, that just surprised me. And, and I shared the name with her, and she was like, I've never heard of them coming to the food pantry. Well, what happened from that day forward, um, she encouraged me to reach out to that family. I did um, and, and talked to them that night. And the next morning, they were able to go to the food pantry and um, fully get stocked uh, for, their, um, for their house. And they have several children, um, a family of seven. Uh, and so it was pretty incredible to me to see that one little thing that I could do could make such a huge difference for this family. Um, and it didn't really dawn on me, you know, what 
they might be going through uh, in their life. They came to church each Sunday. They went to CCD every Wednesday night. And they would be there with us just like everyone else. They didn't look any different than anyone else. And, um, and so I took it upon myself to reach out to them. But I don't really, it didn't really stand out to me that they might actually be struggling in life. Uh, and so when I reached out uh, to them, I said, you know, if there's anything else we can do, please let me know. And how many of you have asked somebody that, you know, whether they're struggling with, with a death in the family or um, loss of a job or um, other ways? And, you know, everybody kind of feels like they can just take care of themselves. And this is just a short time that we can get through. Uh, we can get through this and we can persevere. But sometimes we need more help than that. And so I think we're being called by God to help one another um, and to help those who are in need. And so after reaching out to this family, they said, yeah, actually, things are really difficult right now. We're going through a lot of medical issues and we're dealing with a lot of things in our daily lives. And for me to start thinking about, wow, there's somebody in our community whom I know and see two to three times a week that are really struggling, that was a really big eye-opener to me to say, okay, we need to be more open to those who are struggling right here next to us. Um, sometimes it's easy to go out and, um, you know, to send some money to uh, a third world country or uh, if, if someone like um, the flooding that has happened in the past or um, a community that has been devastated by a tornado or a terrible fire um, to help contribute in some way. But we sometimes forget about those people who are right there living life with us um, who might need some extra help. And so from that moment, I also then reached out to several of our church organi organizations, uh, to the media. And obviously, I made sure this was okay with that family before doing so. Um, but when I reached out to them, everyone was more than gracious um, to say, oh, yes, we'd be happy to step up. And they met with their various different boards and organizations and um, it's incredible that together we're able to help um, contribute to their um, utilities to their monthly rent costs uh, and allow them to be able to live their daily life and get back to their their usual um, what they were used to doing working and sending their kids to school and living their daily life um, and so it's been pretty incredible to see that transition of what's happened from one, one little moment that was seemingly nothing at the time. And so I call you to think about what's happening in your daily lives, um, the people that you might run into that you might just think, oh, that's just them and just their life, but maybe reach out and have that conversation with them. Um, and it doesn't have to be direct <laughs> like I was, um, you know, but just asking somebody how they're doing, somebody who has maybe faced a death in the family or has lost their job uh, or some things, you know, maybe they're having medical issues. Um, reach out to those folks because you never know how you might be able to impact their lives. And by doing so, that's when we can start to feel truly alive. So if you think about that, you know, I wasn't doing that for myself um, or for our church mm -hmm. or others. It was truly just a, a moment that, just kind of dawned on me and and when I started to pursue that 
it made me feel like I was doing something great for our community. Uh, and it, it's so powerful to see that family now, the smiles on their, on their faces and how grateful they are um, and to get back to where they were comfortable living before, you know, and so it's pretty neat to see that. And who knows, you know, that pay it forward concept to see how that kind of transpires and how they might carry that out to others as well. So think about today, what obstacles are preventing you from becoming fully alive? Is it a resistance to change? Is it wanting to live your daily life and continue on those things because that's what's easy? That's understandable. Our life is tough today, um, but I can tell you that um, if you're watching this right now, if you have a computer, if you have technology, if you have food on the table, you're better off than the majority of people in our world and even in our communities. And so think about those blessings that God has given you and how you might be able to inspire others as well. And so how do you think that living life to its fullest glorifies our Lord? Think about that. How is he expecting us to live a, a great life just for ourselves? Or is he using each one of us to make a difference for those in our community who may not be as close to him, who may not know his, his truth and his saving grace as well? So remember that saying that we read in the Rediscover the Saints. God doesn't stand down the road and call to us saying, hey, catch up, catch up here. I'm waiting for you. But he meets us where we're at. And so think about what he's calling you to do today and how you can make a difference for others. And that in itself will help you to become more fully alive. So as we close today, I want to read, um, I'm going to read the um, prayer that's the, at the end of our book here, or end of our chapter, if you will. So in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Father of all life, teach us how to live life to the fullest. Give us the courage to choose the best version of ourselves in each and every moment of our lives. And allow our friendship and example to lead others to experience what it means to be fully alive. In your name we pray, in the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I hope each of you have a wonderful week this week. Uh, and enjoy what this beautiful weather has in store. It seems like spring is on the way. And so think about how you can be living your life to the fullest today and every day. God bless. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the journey and are preparing to emerge strengthened. 